are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. The natural environment encompasses all living and non-living things occurring naturally on the Earth. It is an environment that encompasses the interaction of all living species. The concept of the natural environment can be distinguished by components. Complete ecological units that function as natural systems without massive human intervention, including all vegetation, microorganisms, soil, rocks, atmosphere, and natural phenomena that occur within their boundaries. Universal natural resources and physical phenomena that lack clear-cut boundaries such as air, water, and climate, as well as energy, radiation, electric charge, and magnetism not originating from human activity. The natural environment is contrasted with the built environment, which comprises the areas and components that are strongly influenced by humans. A geographical area is regarded as a natural environment. It is difficult to find absolutely natural environments, and it is common that the naturalness varies in a continuum from ideally 100% natural in one extreme to 0% natural in the other. More precisely, we can consider the different aspects 
or components of an environment and see that their degree of naturalness is not uniform. If, for instance, we take an agricultural field and consider the mineralogic composition and structure of the soil, we will find that, whereas the first it is quite similar to that of an undisturbed forest soil, the structure is quite different. Earth science generally recognizes four spheres, the lithosphere, the hydrosphere, the atmosphere, and the biosphere as correspondent to rocks, water, air, and life. Some scientists include, as part of the spheres of the Earth, the cryosphere, corresponding to ice, as a distinct portion of the hydrosphere, as well as the pedosphere, corresponding to soil. As an active and intermixed sphere, Earth science, also known as geoscience, the geosciences, or Earth sciences, is an all-embracing term for the science related to the planet Earth. There are four major disciplines in Earth sciences, namely geography, geology, geophysics, geodesy. These major disciplines use physics, chemistry, biology, chronology, and mathematics to build a qualitative and quantitative understanding of the principal areas or spheres of the Earth system. The Earth's crust, or lithosphere, is the outermost solid surface of the planet and is chemically and mechanically different from underlying mantle. It has been generated largely by igneous processes in which magma, or molten rock, cools and solidifies to form solid rock. Beneath the lithosphere lies the mantle which is heated by the decay of radioactive elements. The mantle, though solid, is in a state of convection. This convection process causes the lithosphere's plates to move, albeit slowly. The resulting process is known as plate tectonics. Volcanoes resulting primarily from the melting of subducted crust materials or a rising mantle at the mid-ocean ridges and mantle plumes. Oceans An ocean is a major body of saline water and a component of the hydrosphere. Approximately 71% of the Earth's surface, an area of some 362 million square kilometers, 
is covered by ocean, a continuous body of water that is customarily divided into several principal oceans and smaller seas. More than half of this area is over 3,000 meters or 9,800 feet deep. Average oceanic salinity is around 35 parts per thousand or 3.5% and nearly all seawater has a salinity in the range of 30 to 38 parts per thousand. Though generally recognized as several separate oceans, these waters comprise one global interconnected body of salt water, often referred to as the World Ocean or Global Ocean. This concept of a global ocean as a continuous body of water with relatively free interchange among its parts is a fundamental importance to oceanography. The major oceanic divisions are defined in part by the continents, various archipelagos, and other criteria. These divisions are in descending order of size. The Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, the Indian Ocean, the Southern Ocean, and the Arctic Ocean. A river is a natural watercourse, usually fresh water, flowing toward an ocean, a lake, a sea, or another river. In a few cases, a river simply flows into the ground or dries up completely before reaching another body of water. Small rivers may also be termed by several other names, including stream, creek, and brook. In the United States, a river is generally classified as a watercourse more than 60 feet or 18 meters wide. The water in a river is usually in a channel made up of a stream bed between banks. In large rivers, there is also a wider floodplain shaped by waters overtopping the channel. Floodplains may be very wide in relation to the size of the river channel. Rivers are a part of the hydrological cycle. Water within a river is generally collected from precipitation through surface runoff, groundwater recharge, springs, and the release of water stored in glaciers and snowpacks. A stream is a flowing body of water with a current confined within a bed and stream banks. Streams 
play an important corridor role in connecting fragmented habitats and thus in conserving biodiversity. The study of streams and waterways in general is known as surface hydrology. Types of streams include creeks, tributaries, which do not reach an ocean and connect with another stream or river, brooks, which are typically small streams and sometimes sourced from a spring or seep and tidal inlets. A lake, from Latin lacus, is a terrain feature, a body of water that is localized to the bottom of a basin. A body of water is considered a lake when it is inland and not part of an ocean, is larger and deeper than a pond, and is fed by a river. Natural lakes on Earth are generally found in mountainous areas, rift zones, and areas with ongoing or recent glaciation. Other lakes are found in endoheric basins or along the course of mature rivers. In some parts of the world, there are many lakes because of chaotic drainage patterns left over from the last ice age. All lakes are temporary over geological timescales as they will slowly fill in with sediments or spill out of the basin containing them. A pond is a body of standing water, either natural or man-made that is usually smaller than a lake. A wide variety of man-made bodies of water are classified as ponds, including water gardens designed for aesthetic ornamentation, fish ponds designed for commercial fish breeding, and solar ponds designed to store thermal energy. Ponds and lakes are distinguished from streams via current speed. While currents in streams are easily observed, ponds and lakes possesses thermally driven microcurrents and moderate wind-driven currents. These features distinguish a pond from many other aquatic terrain features, such as stream pools and tide pools. The atmosphere of the Earth serves as a key factor in sustaining the planetary ecosystem. The thin layer of gases that envelops the Earth is held in place by the planet's gravity. Dry air 
consists of 78% nitrogen, 21% oxygen, and 1% argon, and other inert gases such as carbon dioxide. The remaining gases are often referred to as trace gases, among which are the greenhouse gases such as water vapor, carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, and ozone. Filtered air includes trace amounts of many other chemical compounds. Air also contains a variable amount of water vapor and suspensions of water droplets and ice crystals seen as clouds. Many natural substances may be present in tiny amounts in an unfiltered air sample, including dust, pollen, spores, sea spray, volcanic ash. Various industrial pollutants may also be present, such as chlorine, fluorine, elemental mercury, and sulfur compounds such as sulfur dioxide. The ozone layer of the Earth's atmosphere plays an important role in depleting the amount of ultraviolet radiation that reaches the surface. As DNA is readily damaged by UV light, this serves to protect life at the surface. The atmosphere also retains heat during the night, thereby reducing the daily temperature extremes. The Earth's atmosphere can be divided into five main layers. These layers are mainly determined by whether temperature increases or decreases with altitude. From the highest to the lowest, these layers are 1. The exosphere The outermost layer of the Earth's atmosphere extends from the exobase upward mainly composed of hydrogen and helium. 2. The thermosphere. The top of the thermosphere is the bottom of the exosphere, called the exobase. Its height varies with solar activity and ranges from about 350 to 800 kilometers. The International Space Station orbits in this thermosphere between 320 and 380 kilometers. 3. The Mesosphere The mesosphere extends from the stratopause to 80 to 85 kilometers. This is the layer where most meteors burn up upon entering the atmosphere. 
4. The Stratosphere The stratosphere extends from the tropopause to about 51 kilometers. The stratospause, which is the boundary between the stratosphere and the mesopause, typically is at 50 to 55 kilometers. 5. Troposphere The troposphere begins at the surface of the Earth and extends between 7 kilometers at the poles and 17 kilometers at the equator, with some variation due to weather. The troposphere is mostly heated by transfer of energy from the surface, so on average the lowest part of the troposphere is the warmest and temperature decreases with altitude. The tropopause is the boundary between the troposphere and the stratosphere. Within the five principal layers determined by temperature are several layers determined by other properties. The ozone layer is contained within the stratosphere. It is mainly located in the lower portion of the stratosphere from about 15 to 35 kilometers, though its thickness varies seasonally and geographically. About 90% of the ozone in our atmosphere is contained in the stratosphere. The ionosphere, the part of the atmosphere that is ionized by solar radiation, stretches from 50 to 1,000 kilometers and typically overlaps both the exosphere and the thermosphere. It forms the inner edge of the magnetosphere. The planetary boundary layer is the part of the troposphere that is nearest the Earth's surface and is directly affected by it, mainly through turbulent diffusion. The potential dangers of global warming are being increasingly studied by a wide global consortium of scientists. These scientists are increasingly concerned about the potential long-term effects of global warming on our natural environment and on the planet. Of particular concern is how climate change and global warming caused by anthropogenic or human-made releases of greenhouse gases, most notably carbon dioxide, can act interactively and have adverse effects upon the planet, its natural environments, and human existence. Efforts have been increasingly focused on the mitigation of greenhouse gases that are causing climatic changes on developing adaptive strategies to global warming to assist humans, animals, and plant species, ecosystems, regions, and nations in adjusting to the effects of global warming. Climate encompasses the statistics of temperature, humidity, 
atmospheric pressure, wind, rainfall, atmospheric particle count, and numerous other meteorological elements in a given region over long periods of time. Climate can be contrasted to weather, which is the present condition of these same elements over a period of up to two weeks. Climates can be classified according to the average and typical ranges of different variables, most commonly temperature and precipitation. The most commonly used classification scheme is the one originally developed by Waldemar Köppen, the Thornthwaite weight system, in use since 1948 incorporates evapotranspiration in addition to temperature and precipitation information and is used in studying animal species diversity and potential impacts of climate changes. Weather is a set of all phenomena occurring in a given atmospheric area at a given time. Most weather phenomena occurs in the troposphere, just below the stratosphere. Weather refers generally to day-to-day -day temperature and precipitation activities, whereas climate is the term for the average atmospheric conditions over longer periods of time. When used without qualification, weather is understood to be the weather on Earth. Weather occurs due to density, temperature and moisture differences between one place and another. These differences can occur due to the sun angle at any particular spot, which varies by latitude from the tropics to the equator. The strong temperatures contrast between polar and tropical air gives rise to the jet stream Weather systems in the mid-latitudes, such as extratropical cyclones, are caused by instabilities of the jet stream flow. Because the Earth axis is tilted relative to its orbital plane, sunlight is incident at different angles and at different times of the year. On the Earth's surface, Temperatures usually range from plus or minus 40 degrees Celsius, which is 100 Fahrenheit to minus 40 Fahrenheit annually. Over thousands of years, changes in the Earth's orbit have affected the amount and distribution of solar energy received by the Earth and influence long-term climate. Surface temperature differences, in turn, cause pressure differences. Higher altitudes are cooler than lower altitudes due to the differences in compressional heating. Weather forecasting is the application of science and technology to predict the state of the atmosphere for a future time and a given location. The atmosphere is a chaotic system and small changes to one part of the system can grow to have large effects on the system as a whole.
human attempts to control the weather have occurred throughout human history, and there is evidence that human activity, such as agriculture and industry, have inadvertently modified weather patterns. Evidence suggests that life on Earth has existed for about 3.7 billion years. All known life forms share fundamental molecular mechanicisms. And based on these observations, theories on the origin of life attempt to find a mechanism explaining the formation of a primordial single-cell organism from which all life originates. There are many different hypotheses regarding the path that might have been taken from simple organic molecules via precellular life to protocells and metabolism. Although there is no universal agreement on the definition of life, scientists generally accept that the biological manifestations of life is characterized by organization, metabolism, growth, adaptation, response to stimuli, and reproduction. Life may also be said to be simply the characteristic state of organisms. In biology, the science of living organisms, life is the condition which distinguishes active organisms from inorganic matter, including the capacity for growth, functional activity, and continual change preceding death. A diverse variety of living organisms can be found in the biosphere on Earth, and properties common to these organisms, plants, animals, fungi, protists, archaea, and bacteria, are carbon and water-based cellular form with complex organization and heritable genetic information. Living organisms undergo metabolism maintain homostasis, possesses a capacity to grow, respond to stimuli, reproduce, and through natural selection, adapt to their environment in successive generations. More complex living organisms can communicate through various means. An ecosystem, also called an environment, is a natural unit consisting of plants, animals, and microorganisms in an area functioning together with all of the non-living physical factors of the environment. Central to the ecosystem concept is the idea that living organisms are continually engaged in a highly interrelated set of relationships with every other element 
constituating the environment which they exist. Scientists state, any unit that includes all of the organisms in a given area interacting with the physical environment so that the flow of energy leads to clearly defined trophic features, biotic diversity, and material cycles within the system is an ecosystem. The human ecosystem concept is then grounded in the deconstruction of the human nature dichotomy and the emergent premise that all species are ecologically integrated with each other, as well as with the abiotic consistence of their biotope. A greater number or variety of species or biological diversity of an ecosystem may contribute to the greater resilience of an ecosystem because there are more species present at a location to respond to change and thus absorb or reduce its effects. This reduces the effects before the ecosystem structure is fundamentally changed to a different state. This is not universally the case and there is no proven relationship between the species diversity of an ecosystem and its ability to provide goods and services on a sustainable level. The term ecosystem can also pertain to human-made environments, such as human ecosystems and human-influenced ecosystems, and can describe any situation where there is relationship between living organisms and their environment. Fewer areas on the surface of each of the Earth today exist free from human contact, although some genuine wildness areas continue to exist without any form of human intervention. Biomes are terminologically similar to the concept of ecosystems and are climatically and geographically defined areas of ecologically similar climate conditions on Earth, such as the communities of plants, animals, and soil organisms, often referred to as ecosystems. Biomes, however, are defined on the basis of factors such as plant structure, such as trees, shrubs, or grasses, leaf types, such as broadleaf and needleleaf, plant spacing, such as forest or woodland or savanna, and climate. Unlike ecozones, biomes are not defined by genetic, taxonomic, or historical similarities. Biomes are often identified with particular patterns of ecological succession and climax vegetation. Global biogeochemical cycles are critical to life, most notably those of water, oxygen, carbon, nitrogen, and phosphorus. 
the nitrogen cycle is the transformation of nitrogen and nitrogen-containing compounds in nature. It is a cycle which includes gaseous components. The water cycle is the continuous movement of water on, above, and below the surface of the earth. Water can change states among liquid, vapor, and ice at various places in the water cycle. Although the balance of water on Earth remains fairly constant over time, individual water molecules can come and go. The carbon cycle is the biogeochemical cycle by which carbon is exchanged among the biosphere, pedosphere, geosphere, and hydrosphere, and atmosphere of Earth. The oxygen cycle is the movement of oxygen within and between its three main reservoirs, the atmosphere, the biosphere, and the lithosphere. The main driving factor of the oxygen cycle is photosynthesis, which is responsible for the modern Earth's atmospheric composition and life. The phosphorus cycle is the movement of phosphorus through the lithosphere, hydrosphere, and biosphere. The atmosphere does not play a significant role in the movement of phosphorus because phosphorus and phosphorus compounds are usually solids at the typical ranges of temperatures and pressures found on Earth. Wilderness is generally defined as a natural environment on Earth that has not been significantly modified by human activity. The most intact, undisturbed, wild, natural areas left on our planet, those last truly wild places that humans do not control and have not developed with roads, pipelines, or other industrial infrastructure. Wilderness areas and protected parks are considered important for the survival of certain species, ecological studies, conservation, solitude, and recreation. Wilderness is deeply valued for cultural, spiritual, moral, and aesthetic reasons. Some nature writers believe wilderness areas are vital for the human spirit and creativity. The word wilderness derives from the notion of wildness. In other words, that which is not controlled by humans. From this point of view, it is the wildness of a place that makes it a wilderness. The mere presence or activity of people does not disqualify an area from being wilderness. 
Many ecosystems that are or have been inhabited or influenced by activities of people may still be considered wild. This way of looking at wilderness includes areas within which natural processes operate without very noticeable human interference. Wildlife includes all non-domesticated plants, animals, and other organisms. Domesticating wild plant and animal species for human benefit have occurred many times all over the planet and has a major impact on the environment, both positive and negative. Wildlife can be found in all ecosystems, desert, rainforest, plains, and other areas, including the most developed urban sites, all have distinct forms of wildlife. While the term in popular culture usually refers to animals that are untouched by human factors, most scientists agree that wildlife around the world is impacted by human activities. It is the common understanding of natural environment that underlies environmentalism, a broad political, social, and philosophical movement that advocates various actions and policies in the interests of protecting what nature remains in the natural environment or restoring or expanding the role of nature in this environment. While true wilderness is increasingly rare Wild nature, unmanaged forest, uncultivated grasslands, wildlife, wildflowers, can be found in many locations previously inhabited by humans. There are goals commonly expressed by environmental scientists which include reduction and cleanup of pollution with future goal of zero pollution cleanly converting non-recyclable materials into energy through direct combustion or after conversion into secondary fuels. Reducing societal consumption of non-renewable fuels. Development of alternative, green, low-carbon or renewable energy sources. Conservation and suitable use of scarce resources such as water, land, and air. Protection of representative or unique or pristine ecosystems. Preservation of threatened and endangered species extinction. The establishment of nature and biosphere reserves under various types of protection, and most generally, the protection of biodiversity and ecosystems upon which human and all other life on earth depends. There are many international institutions which are working to help the environment. The United Nations Framework Convention Treaty and Convention on Climate Change their goal is to stabilize greenhouse gas concentrations in the atmosphere 
at a level that would prevent dangerous anthropogenic interference with climate systems. There is also the Kyoto Protocol, which is the protocol to the International Framework Convention on Climate Change Treaty, again with the objective of reducing greenhouse gases in an event to prevent anthropogenic climate change and basically to ensure that we have an ozone layer. The Western Climate Initiative to identify, evaluate, and implement collective and cooperative ways to reduce greenhouse gases in the region, focusing on market-based cap-and-trade system. Nature, in the broadest sense, is equivalent to the natural world, physical world, or material world. Nature refers to phenomena of the physical world and also to life in general. Within the various uses of the word today, nature is often referred to as geology and wildlife. Nature may refer to the general realm of various types of living plants and animals, and in some cases to the processes associated with inanimate objects, the way particular types of things exist and change of their own accord, such as weather and geology of the earth, and the matter and energy of which all these things are comprised. It is often taken to mean the natural environment or wilderness, wild animals, rocks, forests, beaches, and in general those things that have not been substantially altered by human intervention or which persist despite human intervention. For example, manufactured objects and human interaction generally are not considered part of nature, unless qualified as, for example, human nature or the whole of nature. This more traditional concept of natural things, which can still be found today, implies a distinction between the natural and the artificial, with the artificial being understood as that which has been brought into being by human consciousness or human mind. Depending on the particular context, the term natural might also distinguish from the unnatural, the supernatural, or the synthetic. The Earth is the only planet presently known to support life, and its natural features are the subject of many fields of scientific research. Within the solar system, it is the third closest to the sun. It is the largest terrestrial planet and the fifth largest overall. Its most prominent climatic features are its two large polar regions, two relatively narrow temperate zones, and a wide equatorial tropical to subtropical region. Precipitation 
varies widely within location from several meters of water per year to less than a millimeter. 71% of the Earth's surface is covered by saltwater oceans. The remainder consists of continents and islands with most of the inhabited land in northern hemisphere. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.